0: Today on InGrace, we're in Southern Illinois to talk about sowing and reaping.
1: Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of InGrace Radio and TV. Hi, this is Jim Scudder, and today on In Grace, we have a very special
0: episode for you. On Fridays and weekends, we take a step out of the pulpit of the Quinton Road Baptist Church, and you're not going to believe where I'm taking you today. I'll tell you in a second, but first, I hope your Thanksgiving was great. I love the fact that we stop in America and we say thank you. Why is that so good? Because we have to thank God. We have to thank the one that brought us the sun, that grew the corn. You know, we have to be thankful people. And that's one thing that God really wants for us in our life. Now, where are we going today? Well, we're going to a farm. We're going downstate To central Illinois. I live up in the Chicago area and I love to go south or north because it gets me out of Chicago, uh, north up to Wisconsin. But today we're going south down to central and southern Illinois, about an hour, maybe 45 minutes south of Effingham, Illinois, to a little town called Louisville. Yes, I pronounced it correctly Louisville, Illinois. And my wife, her mom, and all of her mom's brothers and sisters grew up there on a farm. And a lot of them are still farmers today, so I go down and I'm going to spend time with a couple Baileys, actually three Bailey farmers. Uh, one actually ran for governor, was the Republican nominee for governor in the last election cycle here in Illinois. He's a farmer in the southern Illinois area where they do hundreds and hundreds of acres of corn and soybeans. His name is Darren Bailey. I'm also going to be with father-son farming team. I'm going to be talking to Randy Bailey, who is just turning his farm over to his son, Levi Bailey. We're going to talk to Levi's wife, Amanda, and we're going to talk about farming. We're going to talk about the faith of a farmer. We're going to talk about the seed and the multiplication of that seed. And so many biblical principles are found in agriculture. Now, today we have the big tractors and the big plows and the big combines, and you're going to actually hear me driving a combine today. And I asked Levi, how much are these? And he's like, well, this one's used. It's pretty cheap. It's only like three hundred thousand dollars. I'll make $300,000 and you're letting me drive well we're going to talk about the principles of sowing and reaping today. This is called the heavenly harvest, reaping God's blessings. And I think this is one of the most appropriate things we can do around Thanksgiving is remember these biblical principles of sowing and reaping and reaping the harvest, and I'm so excited about that today here on In Grace. Right before we get into this exciting farming program, I would like to tell you about a brand new book called Healing Hurt. I wrote this how Faith and Forgiveness Can Heal Any Heart. My wife and I both lost our fathers recently. Our daughter had to go through a divorce. We've had the challenges of a global pandemic, and I wrote a book, How to... Overcome these waves of pain and hurt and challenge in life. And the book is called Healing Hurt. I believe this will bless you. I think it'll help you. And we're going to give it to those of you that support In Grace with a gift of any amount. When you support In Grace, you're supporting the gospel. You're supporting people hearing the message of hope. You're supporting people learning the Bible. And if you believe in all of that, please make a gift of any amount to In Grace. And I'll thank you by sending you Healing Hurt. You can order by calling us at one 800 8 Grace 1 1800 78 Grace or you can go to our website ingraceradio.com. Ingraceradio.com. Right now your gift is going to be doubled as we have a matching gift challenge happening, so
1: contact us today. Just call us 800 78 Grace or go online ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at Ingrace. PO Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois 60047 this is darren bailey he's a farmer but he's also served
0: as an illinois state representative and illinois state senator he was also the republican nominee for governor in illinois he's currently a candidate for u.s congress and he invited me to help him prepare one of his fields farmers are amazing amazing people people that are grounded and hardworking and and very smart i mean you. You're, well, you guys are dealing with
2: high-tech stuff these days, right? And that's kind of the s- slogan that I adopted uh, going into the campaign: is uh, farmers fix things that are broken. We're always solving problems, and then they uh, they grow things. It's so what I love so much about farming is is that you're you're almost forced to trust in God because you work hard and uh, and you do things right. But in the end of the day, you trust that this miracle of life actually pans through and, and begins to grow and actually you know sustain the world with the food that we have. Another farmer
0: I spent time with is Randy Bailey. Randy is my wife's uncle and has great insights on sowing and reaping. All right, so Randy, as a farmer, you've been doing it your whole life basically, right? Correct. How important is thankfulness to you as a farmer?
3: It's something you, you grasp or you uh, accept later in life because you realize how out of control you are, how uh, reliant you are on nature. And we we realize God controls nature. When you see that harvest and you get to participate in that and you think, yeah, this is above me, this is above anything I could do. We realize there's something more powerful, more in control than we are. We, we got our things to do. We put in our crop, we do our work, we, we're diligent, but there's just a point that we just it's it's not us anymore, it's not all about us. When that seed starts coming through the ground, at this time of year, in this planting season, it's just like, wow, you know, you got it. And then when you start to watch it go through the season and then go to the harvest, there's no more gratification. There's no more
0: success. In order to reap a harvest, we must first sow the seed. Jesus talked about sowing a seed in the parable found in Luke 8. The Bible says, Now the parable is this, Jesus said, the seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are they that hear. Then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. They on the rock are they which, when they hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no root, which for a while believe and in time of temptation fall away. And they which fell among thorns are they which when they have heard, go forth and choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to perfection. But that on the good ground are they which an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. Here is what I ask of you today. Take heed how you hear the Word of God. At the end of the program today, I'm gonna share the most important message from God to man. Prepare your heart to hear God's Word. Randy's son and daughter-in-law, Levi and Amanda, have taken over the family farm and are learning the many faith lessons that farming teaches. What's it like being
4: a farmer? It's unbelievable to me how we can lay a seed in the ground. That's really all we do, is put it in the ground. And then from there on, it knows what to do. It knows its job as soon as it hits the soil. It's 100% a God thing. He created the soil for us, created seeds for us to
0: produce more. So Amanda, you have the pleasure of being married to a farmer. Yes. Do you have any farming experience yourself?
3: So my family, we had cattle here and there, but as far as being a grain uh, farmer on a scale like this, no. This was new to me when we got married.
0: When the Bible talks about sowing and reaping, we have to be careful because we're going to reap what we sow. Galatians 6, 7 says, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As we therefore have opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Here's the principle. So good things, and you'll reap good things. Let me ask you a really complicated question. If you plant soybean, what are you gonna reap?
4: You're gonna reap soybean.
0: <laughs> Isn't that a weird <laughs> crazy? And the Bible actually talks about that. Yeah,
4: absolutely. You know, we plant a bean to raise beans, and we plant corn to raise corn. So that's what we expect, yeah. Well, first
3: off, we expect a soybean. <laughs> we don't want weeds, we you don't expect want
0: expect a soybean. Yes. And, and you, but you're gonna get a soybean from that from that seed. Same with the kernel of corn. Absolutely. Another biblical principle that uses the analogy of sowing seed is giving. Paul tells the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians 9, but this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly, or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. What kind of blessing do you want? If you give a little, you'll reap a little. If you give much, you'll reap much. And I'm not giving you what's called the prosperity gospel, which is not biblical. I'm talking about spiritual blessings. God is a giver, and He wants His children to learn the blessings of giving. How about the principle of multiplication? So you put one of these in the ground. How many of these would you expect to harvest in the fall?
4: On average, every year is different, obviously, but each one of these seeds are going to produce a plant that will
0: produce 50 to 60 soybeans, hopefully. Wow, so you're Multiplication is unbelievable. Oh, it's unreal. You want to put as many of these in the ground as possible without getting them too close to each other. Right,
4: I mean, there's always, there's always a pendulum there. You're trying to find the most potential possible, so you want the most seeds that you can get in that soil uh, to produce the most crop.
3: I think it's a great way to relate it to our own life or to, you know, when you have children and you're trying to foster things that they love and enjoy, like how can they, how can that grow and turn into something of greater potential? Um, There's so many ways that you can relate that to just being a Christ follower. What are your gifts that you can use to further the kingdom? And when you tap into that, it's amazing what you're able to reach.
0: And so when God's involved, he can do a lot with a little.
3: Absolutely. The scriptures talks about multiplying 30, 60, 90. It has not changed. I mean, we've upped that a little bit, percentage-wise, but when you put in a seed and you go plant a bushel and you get 60 bushel back for that on soybeans, you plant a bag of corn and you get 500 uh, bushel back. It's just like, wow, there's a lot in between there. But when you see that one little bitty kernel produce an ear and there's 700 kernels on that ear, it's like, how can that happen? When we give to
0: God, don't expect to get back just one seed, expect to get back a multiple of that seed. Once we figure this out, we're gonna be less greedy, and we're gonna be excited about giving, excited about how God is gonna multiply our gifts and bring about a major blessing in our life. At the end of the day, you say,
4: it's gonna rain, it's gonna be okay, and if it doesn't, well, we did what we could. You know, we did our duty of putting it in the soil where it needs to go. I did the best that I thought I could do. I mean, it takes a lot of faith. I mean, you know, I try to say every field I plant it doesn't always happen, but it's like, man, the Lord use this. You know, whatever it is, whatever it produces, I hope that I accept that. And, you know, it's out of my hands. So is at the end of the day it is. I mean, I can only do
0: <laughs> I can only do so much. And I think that's the analogy for life and the Christian life is do everything you know to do. Mm-hmm. But then you have to trust the Lord, rely on Him, allow Him to do the miracle. That's what spring's probably my favorite time
4: because you get to see, I mean, you're just laying out there, putting your faith in it 100%. Um, Every year it's a miracle. Uh, It's like a child, like anything.
0: Many people have found out that life hurts. Why is this? And what can we do to heal from these hurtful experiences? Well, I've written a book called Healing Hurt, How Faith and Forgiveness Can Heal Any Heart. It's a book that comes from my personal experiences of family trials from COVID to the loss of my father, to the loss of my wife's father, to my daughter's marriage dissolving. But God helped Karen and I and our family through these hard times and helped us heal.
1: And God can do the same for you. I'd love for you to get Healing Hurt today. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047.
0: We visited the farm in Southern Illinois in the spring for planting, and the summer to check on the crop's progress. And now we're back for the fall harvest. Hey, we're heading back down to the farm. It's harvest time. That's the neat thing about planting a seed, sowing. You get to reap, you get to harvest, you get to come back and and see what has grown. All these months later, and I promise you, when you plant, you will reap. This is a smooth machine. Very smooth. This is, really yeah, nice. very smooth. So this truck that just pulled up, your mom is driving now. That's what's up yep. What's it feel like having is, your mom work for is. you? <laughs> awesome.
4: <laughs> you can't find any better help than your mom. <laughs> yeah. She's always available. Very, very helpful. Are you going to drive or are you just going to sit over there? So your foot,
1: that's, pulled, the wheel. that's your
4: steering wheel, yep. Okay. Pull down. Don't really hard need it, but yeah, I was gonna say for what. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when we turn the head on, so you see the mile per hour 0.0 now. Gotcha. You'll go about three and a half, four mile an hour. So now crank it that way as hard as you can. How's the steering wheel So actually, do it to steer. Yeah, steer it. <laughs> you gotta do work. It's hard. We plant those beans and corn. We don't want anything else out there taken away from. From helping it grow, get it to grow,
0: and that's a biblical principle. 100% biblical principle. To uh, make sure that we watch in our lives that there's nothing taken away from what is good. What that's is right. Old. Yeah. And, and if there is, more. we want to take it out. Yeah. yeah. We don't yeah. want. We don't want that in our lives. We want it, to cut it out. That was a lot of fun to drive a combine, a John Deere, to be able to harvest soybeans, to actually drive and see these, these plants that had been planted so many months ago with faith. And now we're harvesting this massive amount of soybean and now these beans are gonna be able to feed people and animals and it's going to aid so many people and bless so many people. That was cool. It's been what five or six months since you and I were sitting in a tractor plowing, right? Getting this yeah. field ready to go. Yeah.
2: Now you're saying it's not the best year, right? Right. We were shy on rain, and, and I'll be honest with you, we're actually fortunate that we do. Uh, you know, we, we we have a crop at all.
0: Okay. So corn. Can you show me an ear? Yeah. Um, so this this stock has one ear, and you planted one kernel. Yep. One kernel to create this ear. And look how many kernels are in there.
2: Yep, this is probably literally half the size of what a typical, layer, maybe two thirds the size. So, so they're typically, uh, 16, 18 around, and then typically, uh, you know, 30 to 40 kernels long. So, uh, like I said, we've got about half of that here, but, uh, yeah, yeah. In a, in a acre, uh, gosh, you'll put about a, I don't know, a, maybe a quarter of a bushel down. You know, there's a, we planted about 34,000 seeds per acre and, uh, and and which, you know, you could you could hold in a small basket. And and like I said, this year we're short and we're going to come up. This corn right here is putting out about a, a 150 bushels.
0: In this Thanksgiving season, what are some of the things that you're thankful for? It's a long list. So for me, recently it's been
4: family. So we just had to do a new baby. Uh, she's six months old, a uh, little girl. Uh, we moved into a, a different house. We've really getting to enjoy... Our family um, and I look back and see, you know, we've we've had goals and dreams to be where we're at today, mm-hmm. uh, as far as what we do and um, as a family, and to see us reach those goals um, and to see, I mean, time and time again, the Lord just lead us and guide us in directions. I mean, we just none of it could have been done without Him. Mm-hmm. So to, to be thankful uh, for that is just. Yeah, it's unreal to be, to really reflect on where we've been and what we're what we're doing and like, wow, this is what we've always
0: dreamt of. And here we are, so. And then I also heard that for 10 minutes, you had the best yield you've ever had in the combine while I was driving. Is that true? <laughs> possibly. Yeah, possibly. possibly. No, except, you, you made except it good. We, we missed a bunch of stuff, but other than that. It was you made fun. it good. It was fun. I appreciate you letting us uh, hang out and, oh, yeah. and do that. And yep. uh, blessings on you and your family wow. and on your harvest. Welcome back anytime. Thank you.
3: I am so thankful for the health of my family and just, we have four kids and like I said, you just never know what a day will bring. And so just taking each day as it comes and just really living in it, I'm just thankful we get to do that.
0: Well, thank you very much, Amanda. Yeah, thank you. For sharing your thoughts and feelings and what an awesome time of year it is.
3: Yes, so fun. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks. I'm thankful. Of course, for the lifestyle that I have, and thankful for family. Thankful God just gave me a, a perspective of this. Thankful for churches and Christian friends that you can have these conversations with, because not everyone understands that. You know, it, it once you get that Christian perspective and that it is all God's and we're just renting it all anyhow, and He's just letting us have the blessings, it doesn't get better, but you don't, you say, Well, okay, Lord, what do you got in store? You know, what's next? And we kind of, well, that I guess I want to say.
0: You're deeply rooted here yeah. in this land and uh, for you to allow us to come in and, and to see it and, and show the world, uh, I appreciate that. So, I appreciate you. appreciate you guys. Well, you're good
3: blood. It's good to have you guys up there. We call it the Northern tribe, <laughs> yeah, I was
0: yeah. <laughs> but it's awesome. The Chicago people. <laughs> the Chicago people. Not always a good connotation. No, but. it's awesome. No, that's what makes it all even better. <laughs>
2: I'm thankful for uh, uh, my faith in God. I'm thankful for founding fathers that came here and established a God-fearing nation that this republic is indeed based on the Word of God. I'm thankful for family of which you are part of, and God bless you. I really am, I'm I'm thankful for family. And then then I'm thankful for the opportunity that we have in this land uh, being able to to farm. So uh, if you didn't get that, our motto on our farm, Bailey Family Farm is faith, family, and farming. And uh, uh, that's what I'm thankful of. Amen. Blessings, thank you. (laughs) Thank you.
0: What an amazing thing this sowing and reaping, this planting and harvesting is. And I love the fact that we can come out here to this rural farm area and be reminded and grounded back into the things that are important in life. I also want to say Happy Thanksgiving to everybody and let you know that I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for in Grace's ministry that we can broadcast and reach people with the truth of the gospel. I'm thankful for my wife, Karen, who has been such a help and a support and an amazing person for 33 plus years of marriage. I'm thankful for my children, my two daughters, and I'm thankful for my son-in-law and my grandkids and, and all the family that God has given me, my mother and my mother-in-law, all the people that are around me that support me. I'm thankful for all of them. I'm thankful for the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who came to die for my sins the one who gave his life for me so that I could be saved, that I could have eternal life. Jesus actually said that when he died, it would be like a kernel of corn put into the ground. And unless that corn is buried, nothing will spring forth. Jesus was buried and he sprung forth from the grave. He arose, he is God in the flesh who paid for our sins on a cross. And if I put my trust in him, I also can have that resurrection that he experienced, that he did. And so can you. When you believe that Jesus died and rose again, you will be saved, not just for today, but tomorrow and forever. It's by grace that you're saved through faith. It's not of ourselves, it's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. I am thankful for the gospel of grace. Many people have found out that life hurts. Why is this? And what can we do to heal from these hurtful experiences? Well, I've written a book called Healing Hurt, How Faith and Forgiveness Can Heal Any Heart. It's a book that comes from my personal experiences of family trials from COVID to the loss of my father, to the loss of my wife's father, to my daughter's marriage dissolving. But God helped Karen and I and our family through these hard times and helped us heal, and God can do the same for you. I'd
1: love for you to get Healing Hurt today. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at Ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. You can also write to us at In Grace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in next week as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on In Grace Radio.